Just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Friday show called here, here called the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. Show sponsored in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. What are you laughing about over there, Nick? I watched the replay of myself hitting the microphone off my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but you were reading the ad. So I had to write, watch the instant replay. All right. Well, everybody, welcome into today's show. Uh, a lot to talk about today's show. We'll be joined at 1230 by the head coach of the Spring Mills girls basketball team, head coach. Really? Yeah. It, you, you, you booked him, so. I mean, you should know his name. Head Coach Gosk. One, yeah, George Gosk. George Gosk. Yes, I forgot his first name for some reason because he coached Gosk. You could have said that. It's yeah. okay. It is okay. Uh, but big, busy weekend here in the Eastern Panhandle as we get ready for uh, well, overall in sports as the NFL division around of the playoffs is set to get off tomorrow. Uh, so we'll pre- preview those games later in the show. Make predictions. Uh, and then uh, we'll talk a little Mountaineers, a little uh, college hoops, uh, you know, maybe some NFL, some Capitals. I'm feeling confident in predictions. Only missed one game last week. I so. only missed one game, yeah. too. Nick missed I two, I took some I upsets. I took the Raiders. That was wrong. Uh, what was the other one I had wrong? Cardinals. Yeah. Well, I was big on the Cardinals for some reason. And Dallas. So you had three wrong. Dallas was not... Upset, I don't know why you yeah, chose got, Dallas. I don't know. I was feeling. I was believing in Dak. You know why? I, I warned you. They hadn't beat a ten plus one team, man. You did say that, but I was just like, I don't know, feeling the NFC East a little bit. I recommend you never do that ever <laughs> yeah, again. Never. Oh, Known from experience, sir. I don't know. I don't know. I, just, I, I like the cow. Like I, I, I kind of was believing in their defense. I was believing the hype. You know, I got on the hype train a little bit. Heard about Shame how good their you. offense was, and I was like, "Shame on you!" You know what? Give me the Cowboys. But you know, everything I said would happen. Like I said, the Cowboys would slow the 49ers rushing attack down. That didn't happen. So if that didn't happen, Dallas wasn't going to win. And obviously, did you learn your lesson, sir? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you never know. That? I might pick the Cowboys again in the future. But for now, what is that noise? I don't know. Oh, it man. sounded like somebody buzz? was like lightsaber. Could have been spinning that. I don't know. Yeah, don't spin that, Colin. Come on. not messing with stuff. Everybody can see it on TV 10, so they know exactly what we're talking about if you're watching the show. But, yeah, I won't do that again in the near future. Well, that's because there's there's no NFC East teams in there, though, so you don't have to. You have to wait till next year. Not faster than me, Nick. Good try. Yep. All right. Well, (laughs) let's talk EPAC girls hoops action last night you and the return of jim klein after a little time out due to some illness uh but it definitely a huge win for spring mills was it the first time they've beat martinsburg in their existence yep first time for girls basketball to ever defeat the martinsburg bulldogs girls basketball team it was 18 straight wins 
for Martinsburg since the existence of Spring Mills back in 2013. And they did it emphatically last night. They kicked Martinsburg's butt, let's be honest. It, yeah. it, it was unfortunate if you're a Bulldog fan, but fan of EPAC basketball, Spring Mills dominated. I mean, Edsel and Bolduke were lights out, especially in that first half where I believe it was 18 and 16 points apiece for each of them. And Edsel finished with 30 points, and I think uh, Bolduke finished with 18. So it was a great night to watch some young players in the EPAC shine. Yeah, it was a good uh, performance by Spring Mills. Uh, we talked about that they're a pretty fun team to watch when they get going. Uh, young, talented team. And I think Jim made a good point during the game. You know, if they can either develop a post player or you know, have somebody come up in the next few years uh, in the post, they'll be very tough to beat because they already have really good guard play and they're young at most of their positions. So all they really need is somebody with some size down low that can get rebounds, and they could be not only an EPAC contender, but I think a state contender as well with that young of a team and, and some good talent. And it's not just, like, obviously this is a down year for Martinsburg um, being winless on the season, but we've seen it in other games too against other competition that this young Spring Mills girls team has the talent to be very competitive down the line. So, uh, you know, it was, it was nice to see what they, I guess the progression they've made since uh, we had them on the air at South Carolina, which was a win, and, uh, you know, just continuing to get better and continuing to be, um, now, one of the contenders, I think, in the EPAC this year, I mean, Jefferson's the favorite, obviously, right now, being 5-0 and in, in the conference. But uh, you certainly got to look at Washington and Spring Mills as being two other really good competitive teams. And what benefits Spring Mills, as you mentioned, Jefferson being first come playoff time, if you're the one seed in your section, you hopefully don't have to worry about Jefferson unless they lose. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, and either way, you can still make states if you don't win the section, right? Yes. Yeah. So, what matters is that regional game. Yeah. So as long as you make the region final. Yep. Which there's two games and there's two rounds to the regionals, right? What do you mean? You get two teams from each section to go to the regions, right? Yeah. So then there's two games, or well, three games technically, in each region. You have 2v3, 2v3 from each section. Then whoever wins. Winners go to play the one seed. Both those teams make it to the regional final. Winners of both those games host the loser of the opposite one. Yeah. And then the winners of those two both go to states. you got to stop hitting your mic stand. I wasn't hitting the mic stand. I was sitting in front of here. Well, now you're still making noise. He's an aggressive. Sorry, I talk with my hands. I'm Italian, man. (laughs) He's an aggressive... You got to sit back a little bit, Colin, like me, but you don't have yeah, the I, I mic. Know, I can't. The mic so it doesn't work so. for you. All right. Just well, put them down here. Let's transition now to EPAC boys basketball action. Sit tonight. on them like my mom used to say. Yeah. When I get in trouble, I'm in trouble now from Spencer. Yeah. Sit on you got to put in timeout. Yeah. You did because you can't even see all your hands on the screen. Uh, but uh, let's switch it. Switch gears here to EPAC boys basketball action tonight. Uh, two games, two big games here in the EPAC. Uh, I believe Washington and Jefferson both off tonight. Uh, but here in Berkeley County, two big matchups between EPAC teams. First, 
you have Musselman hosting Hedgesville in a uh, very good contest here that K- Kelly Church's squad needs to get off of uh, needs to get back in the wind column tonight. And you know, head coach uh, Derek Basile's team is just rolling of recent. Yeah, I completely butchered uh, the post game <laughs> scoreboard update. <laughs> thinking for some reason we were going to out yourself on air yeah, we, we were going to be i was going to in case you. somebody was you. tuned in and was confused why we were talking about that game now uh it, when i if they listened to my score last night i, I want to apologize but that was girls basketball still kind of a surprising score either way um uh, but tonight in the boys action i think uh you know it's an important game for both teams obviously being an epac matchup and, you know, I had this whole thing prepared, too. Like, I was thinking about how Kelly Church, you know, their team hasn't won since we had them on. And I was like, now they can't even score 30 points since we had them on. So I was really concerned. But I'm, I'm excited about the game tonight, uh, even though we won't be there. Um, you know, a Musselman team that's impressed me uh, over their last few games. I think they've gotten a lot better. I think they've found a way to really spread the ball offensively. So looking back at the stats, though, they've got to do a better job from the free throw line. Uh, shot 45% of that game against Martinsburg. So you, you need to make free throws, especially against a good team like Hedgesville and a team that's going to try to limit your possessions. So you got to make the most of your opportunities from the line tonight if you're Musselman. On the Hedgesville side, you know, you got to figure out a way to get back in the wind column. Um, you know, just play your game, re- regroup. Uh, you haven't had a whole lot of practice time this week, so turnovers are going to be important. You got to play a smart basketball game tonight if you're both teams and uh it should be a good one should be two really competitive games tonight in the back on the boys side yeah for this muscleman team i feel like one word really defines them and that's grit you've seen this team improve game to game wise they're able to finally win these close games like we just saw them do against martinsburg last week and now coming out against hedgesville who's a really good team in this epac it'll be interesting to see how the Appleman fare against them. We saw them have a uh, very lackluster game when it came to shooting when they played Jefferson, but they've improved. How will they be able to go up against a very mindset team-wise like Hedgesville when it comes to possession? Everybody knows Kelly Church likes to keep the ball, find that best shot percentage, and then take it to get the points, keep it low-scoring. Musselman likes to keep it low-scoring as well. We heard that whenever they went and unfortunately lost to the Cougars in their minds. They wanted to keep it low scoring. They did. It was a loss, but can they reverse that against Hedgesville? Yeah, and that, that press defense, too, of Musselman, the one through one look that they throw out and the different looks they give defensively make it very tough to score on them. So uh, maybe a team like Hedgesville that is very patient with the ball will find the holes in that defense. But so far, even Jefferson, who's – Right now, the best team in the EPAC, you know, they only scored 49 points against a pretty tough Muslim defense. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out tonight. Yeah, it definitely will. And then over to the game that we have, Spring Mills, Martinsburg. You'll be calling that game. I'll be on color. Uh, it should be a good one. Martinsburg trying to get back in the win column. And uh, Spring Mills, uh, you know, off of uh, trying to continue what they've done lately. And, uh, you know, you look at a player like Keyshawn Cheek, I believe, averaging like 23 points a game. Yeah, I got the updated stats. Uh, haven't t- had a chance to look at them, but I'll send them to you over here in a little bit. But I got point it. guard pulled up here twenty two point three. All right, so five still rebounds. at the same point. Pretty, all right, yeah. um, but uh, in terms of that matchup tonight, 
um, looking at it from, I guess, the point guard matchup. I think that will be really interesting. Camarion Dow coming off of a poor performance, really, against Musselman for him. And last time he had kind of a down game, he dropped 25 the next night uh, against Bridgeport. So I think he's a guy that, that will have that tough matchup with Keyshawn Cheek on both ends of the floor. We'll see. They might throw Blackwood on Cheek. That would make a lot of sense. I think he's their best defender. But uh, in terms of the point guards for both teams, they're going to have a big impact on this game. Uh, and if Down can bounce back and have a really good performance from Martinsburg, that gives them a much better chance to win. But overall, the Bulldogs – Shot 35% from the floor in that game against Musselman. They struggled from the free throw line as well, shooting 45%. They took 33s, which is a lot for a high school team. Uh, and really the only person that shot the ball well was Jaron Adkins, who had 17 points on 5 of 10 shooting, 5 three-pointers though as well. So he yeah. didn't really take the ball inside. And I think that will be important for Martinsburg tonight. And Spring Mills, you know, just, just keep playing with their energy. I mean, when they've been at full strength, they've been a really good team. So... Again, it should be another good game in the EPAC. Martinsburg probably has a little bit of a size advantage. Besides Thomas uh, for Spring Mills, there's not a whole lot of bigs on that team, and Thomas is kind of a tall guy at 6'4", but he, he's not very muscle muscular yet. Uh, yeah. He's only a freshman. so I mean, yeah, he's only a freshman. He's got three more years to develop, yeah. but he's going to be a heck of a player for the no, next He's already a really good EPAC. player, Caleb Thomas, but I'm just saying down low he might not – he might struggle in the post play. So that could be a, yeah. an area where Martinsburg could take some advantages. Well, I've got a intriguing question for you. How much does tomorrow's game at Morgantown play into the way that head coach Dave Rogers uh, rotates his players in and out, do you think? Because it's a back-to-back for them. They haven't played all week, though. That's so. what I'm saying. They haven't played all week, but they haven't. Pra- I guess that's a lie. I did talk uh, with uh, head, uh, not head, athletic director Davis Moore, and he was saying on Wednesday teams did get in varsity wise for practice. So they had, I guess, a day and a half of practice. Not sure how much practice they had yesterday with the girls varsity game happening. Right. I don't know. Saw them in the auxiliary gym. Oh yeah, there you go yeah. then. So so I mean, but. I just wonder how much that affects the way that he does his lineup because they have another game tomorrow. They have another game tomorrow, and they haven't really played unless the tournament style. They haven't really played. You know, I don't really think it will matter too much because I think he'll be focused on winning the game tonight. So yeah. whoever's playing the best is going to play at the end of the day. Um, I just wonder if we'll see the rotation that we saw the, the other ten day. man. I mean. I think so because that's how he wants to play. He thinks he has a deep roster, and at times those guys have proven themselves. Now, will all of them get you know, even minutes or a lot of minutes? Probably not, but there's definitely going to be times where you throw Young in there, you throw Adkins in there, and, and see what they can do to maybe give you some different looks because those two guys are the two best shooters on the team, at least so far, that, that have proven themselves. So, And they're going to get all three of those bigs in, I think, at some point because you want to give different looks – and they all can do a little bit different things. Jackson probably has the best post game right now offensively. Uh, Sutherland's kind of a guy that can stretch the floor, give you a little bit of different looks. And Barrick's probably the biggest defensive impact player they have. Offensive uh, impact. How does a week off, you know, you essentially have a week of games off, no games Monday, Wednesday, or Monday like they had planned. Um, a guy like uh, Jaron Atkins came in, scored 17 points last Friday night. How much impact does he have in tonight's game because kind of like a breakout performance for him yeah, he's been playing well as of late so you know they're going to need him to shoot the ball well i think to have a chance tonight 
Um, you know, I, I don't know how much the week off will affect him because I don't know how much work he's been able to put in, really. Colin, any thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, it's just it's literally it's be just a been crazy one, I, I feel like. I've minutes. been really thinking about this match all week, even though I don't get to be on the call for it. It's still one that has intrigued me all year watching these two teams play. The young team that Spring Mills has, especially with Cheek, is going to be a team of the future. Martinsburg has been the team of the now when it comes to EPAC success. Is tonight the night that we finally see this jump from Spring Mills to be the top team in this section, to be the one that usually makes it to the state tournament, which is what we've seen from Martinsburg? And if they like get this win passing tonight. Passing of the torch yeah, tonight could be. Yeah. I, I think that opportunity is there for Spring Mills. Obviously, you know, Hedgesville doesn't want that to happen. They want it to be them to get the passing of the torch, but... And Jefferson's... Spring Mills... That's the other section. Yeah, other side of the I'm trying to make the point of. They're still trying to be the team of the EPAC. Jefferson, since two teams make it, I'm trying to say the one from this section to possibly get it, even though there's the opportunity to get two from the other section, but I I think Spring Mills might be getting that tonight. All right. Should be a good game. Should be a good game. 7 p.m. Johnny's Express Tip-Off Show that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kemp Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more when we come back. We'll hear the Mountaineer report from Tony Caridi as the Mountaineer men's hoops team gets ready to do battle tomorrow. That's next on the Sports Mix. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. It's time to roll out the carpet and bring on the Mountaineers. It's time to fire up one of the most electric atmospheres in the country. One on two, takes it to a bucket, layup shot, good, and a foul. Gets the bridges with the shot clock expiring. He hit it for three. It's time for West Virginia basketball. Takes the ball toward the basket, pulls up for a jumper and the win. It is no foul. West Virginia wins it. Be part of the action at the WVU Coliseum. Tickets are on sale now at WVUGame.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Real quickly, uh, we'll take a look at the Mountaineer Report as uh, West Virginia travels to Texas Tech tomorrow for a noon tip-off. You can hear that right here on Talk Radio WRNR, an 11 a.m. pregame show for the Mountaineer Sports Network. Texas Tech ranked 18th right now in the nation. Colin, give me a little, like, 10-second thing about what are you are you scared for tomorrow? Well, you know that from Major League how the coach says you win one, it's luck. You win two, that's a coincidence. You win three, that's called a winning streak. Yeah. Well, right now, you lose one, that's bad luck. You lose two, that's a crappy coincidence. And if they lose tomorrow, that's called a losing streak. And West Virginia can't be on that. Yeah, they can't be on that. Here's the Mountaineer report from Tony Creedy on the Mountaineer Sports Network. If you were to build a list of the most surprising teams in all of college basketball this season, Texas Tech would probably be near the top of that list. Consider that their head coach, Chris Beard, left after last season and went to, ready, arch-rival Texas. And they also lost a good chunk of last season's roster. But they simply reloaded. They took the associate head coach, Mark Adams. They promoted him to head coach. They hit the transfer portal, and they enter into tomorrow's game number 18 in the nation and one of the best defensive squads in all of college hoops. They are 11-0 on the home floor this season, and that includes victories over Kansas, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. And like most teams, they do play their best basketball when they're on their home floor. They win their home games by an average score of 81 to 57, shooting 51% from the field and holding the opposition to just 37% from the field. Obviously, a massive challenge for the Mountaineers. However, West Virginia has had success through the years against Texas Tech. WVU leads the overall series 16 games to 6 and swept the Red Raiders last season, including a victory in Lubbock by a final score of 82-71. to Can they do it again? West Virginia obviously must be at a premium level when it comes to defense, and they've got to find a way to score the ball. Don't be surprised if tomorrow's game is a very low-scoring affair. Our pregame coverage will begin at 11 a.m. The opening tip is set for high noon here on the Mountaineer Sports Network. And that is today's Mountaineer Reports brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. That does it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, it's family owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. After this two-minute break, we'll be back with head coach of the Spring Mills Lady Cardinals basketball team, George Goss. That's next on the Sports Mix. I'm the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms and we have flooring available too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything. 
From small business cards to wrapping large vehicles, our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all-day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. WVU Medicine is pleased to announce the addition of more healthcare services and physicians at the Shepherdstown Medical Office Building. All of this is right in your backyard. Cardiology, pediatrics and primary care, behavioral medicine and psychiatry, orthopedics and sports medicine, podiatry and foot-ankle surgery, Center for Diabetes and Metabolic Health, endocrinology, as well as two departments of Berkeley Medical Center, lab services and x-ray services. Make an appointment today for WVU Medicine Shepherdstown at wvumedicine.org. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Wienick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us on this Friday here in the Eastern Panhandle. We're now joined on the phone by head coach of the Spring Mills Lady Cardinals basketball team, head coach George Gosk. How are you doing today, Coach Gosk? Good. How are you, fellas? Thanks uh, Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Sorry about the little delay, uh, but your team got a big win last night. First time ever defeating Martinsburg, and it was a it was a big win. How's it feel to uh, finally defeat Martinsburg? Yeah, um, you know, I've been here for nine years at Spring Mills. Um, two years, two of those was with the boys. The last seven with the girls. Um, you know, that's that's a that's a great program, a great school win. Um, you know, it kind of gets the weight off of our shoulders, uh, you know, from now on, whenever we see Martinsburg again, you know, that we are capable of, of beating them. Coach, you had a, a few great, uh, performances last night from some of your guards. Uh, you know, what was it like to see some players step up and, and play well? And what was such a big win for the program? Yeah, um, you know, I've been telling the girls all year long, you know, uh the breakthrough's coming, the breakthrough's coming. You know, we're going to we're going to get through the front door at some point it's going to open and and when we do, you know, the the floodgates are going to open and that's exactly what happened for us last night. Um, you know, we shot the ball pretty well from the field. We had a, a couple solid individual performances. Um, you know, but I'm most I'm most proud of the way we played together as a team. I thought we shared the ball really well. Um, and you know, at the end of the day when you get a, a win like that, you know, it means a lot for the team. And uh, if you can just specifically talk about two players who really shined last night, we got uh, unofficial scoring for both of them in uh, Edsel as well as Bolduke with uh, 30 and 18 points, uh, respectively, I believe that we had. Can you just comment mm-hmm. on uh, their special performance last night? Yeah, um, you know, Liv, Liv has been a fire starter for us all year. Um, Olivia Bolduke, she's kind of like sets the tempo for us starting out. Um, you know, so she, she kind of got off to a good start and, you know, Corinne just followed, um, Corinne's Corinne shot the ball. Okay. All year, you know, she is a very capable shooter. And last night, 
like I told him before, the floodgates opened for her, and, and uh, you know, she just she was on fire. I mean, every I felt like everything she shot up was going to go in, and, and most, you know, basically it did. Uh, so I was I was real impressed with those two young ladies last night. And uh, you know, you talk about finally getting through and you know putting some back to back wins together. Uh, we talked to you earlier in the season. We had your first game at the Hilton Head Island uh, tournament. You guys were able to get the big win there, and then two close games to end the tournament. Uh, and then you know that long kind of off time, uh, and then you've mm-hmm. been able to put now, I believe, three wins back to back. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. We're we're four and six, and uh, you know we just took three in a row. Um, yeah, that that uh, the Hilton Head tournament. I think it, it's really prepared us uh, for where we're at now. Those last two games we played in Hilton Head were against two uh, state state championship caliber teams, respectively from Tennessee and Florida. Um, they both played in their state tournaments last year, so you know, kind of it kind of gave us a head up on you know maybe what we can expect if we are able to make it to our state tournament moving forward. Um, so I think it's really put us in a place now where we know. Uh, what to expect moving forward with our competition. Coach, how how exciting has it been, too, to have you know a pretty young team this year and still be having some success and appearing to be one of the better teams in the EPAC so far this season? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, you know, we have two seniors on the team. One of them's been hurt all year, got a lingering foot issue. Um, the other one is Shia Domer. Um, she's the only other senior that really plays. And, and with a young team that we've had this year, playing those tough games early on kind of makes you grow, grow up really fast and, you know, have to become better um, and have to play harder. And so, uh, you know, it's, you know, we took tough losses in the beginning of the season, but now it's kind of paying off for us moving forward, um, you know, and, and we, we have a great future ahead for our, our Lady Cardinals program. Back-to-back wins for, or excuse me, against sectional opponents now. Hedgesville being the first, and then Martinsburg last yep. night. How does it feel for the team getting to be in control when it comes to the number one seed in the section come playoff time, possibly? Yeah, it's something that we haven't been used to in the past. You know, it's for us. It's we've always played you know second fiddle to Martinsburg, and and now to be on top of it, we just have to make sure we stay in that lane and and just continue to grow and continue to get better. Um, you know, and maintain the position where we're in and, and, and hold that, you know, hold that lead within the EPAC, within our section, so we can, you know, hopefully get that playoff by um, and then, you know, play for the sectional championship. And then the follow-up, obviously, to that would be, uh, how does the team get to the next step, the state tournament? Yeah, well, you know, obviously uh, we got to get through our section first. You know, you went out of your section, then you got to go play over, uh, in the region, you know, and, and most likely, you know, it, it looks like Jefferson's the, the best team in that in that uh, region right now. They're the defending regional champs. Um, so, you know, it could come down to – it's either going to come down to Jefferson, Washington, or Musselman um, to get out of here to be able to go to the state tournament, which, you know, the, those are uh, – Washington is much improved this year. They're a lot better of a team. So, you know, we're not looking past any of those teams. Um, you know, we're ready for whoever we have to play in the regional tournament. And you just mentioned Washington, your next opponent Monday night, a home game for you guys. What are you, uh, you know, looking forward to in that game from your team against a, a pretty good Washington team this year? Yeah, well, I, you know, I feel Washington is a little similar to us in the fact where they have a, you know, good guard play. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to match their intensity on defense. You know, I, they like to get out and play man-to-man, same as us. Um, you know, I think it comes down to, you know, energy and effort and, and defensive energy. 
you know, I think whoever put that energy out and, and step on the pedal first, I think we'll have a good advantage uh, the rest of the game. And coach, obviously they had, you know, a rough year uh, last season, but playing at a really high level this year and so is your team. So is it a little strange, I guess, to see the turnover in the EPAC happen so quickly uh, between last year to this year in some ways? I mean, Jefferson's still there, but Martinsburg yeah. down and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, I've been doing this for a while, and, you know, at some point, um, you know, it cycles through, man. You're going to have uh, – some years you're going to have mediocre teams. Some years you're going to have bad teams. And, you know, when it cycles through, some years you get really good teams. And, you know, I think it's just a cycle that kind of has played out in the EPAC. And, you know, Martinsburg's kind of in that cycle where they're in a rebuilding phase. Um, you know, Washington's gotten a lot better within the last year. Um, and, you know, I think I, I think that just goes to show you how uh, – you know, kids in middle school, how, you know, they're, they're getting better, you know, in the off season travel ball, um, you know, working on their games and I, how, getting, you know, better middle school kids is going to help you in the future. Looking at the back half of your schedule, uh, you know, had to push some games obviously because of snow and because of, you know, some COVID issues and whatnot, but uh, that, you know, that back half of your schedule is pretty tough. You'll see Jefferson back to back on a Saturday and a Monday, and then you know, you'll have, you'll run that gauntlet that week uh, or the first week of February with Musselman, Washington, Hedgesville, Jefferson, Jefferson, Martinsburg again. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, man, that I'm a basketball junkie, so there's nothing – there's nothing I love more than, than playing, you know, tough games and then getting to play them, you know, close together, uh, you know, where there's, you know, where there's not a lot of time to prepare, um, you know, that's, that's going to show, you know, who actually is prepared um, without a lot of practice, who can be the mentally tougher team uh, when it comes down to it. And, you know, I, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, I'm just happy we're able to, able to play basketball and, and get these games in because we know, you know, all of us know how quickly sports can be t- taken away from us. So I'm just I'm just going to be happy to be a part of it. All right, Coach. Best of luck throughout the rest of the season. Talk to you soon. All right. I just want to give a couple shout-outs real quick. Give a, a shout-out to my guy, Coach Thomas, at Musselman High School. And uh, just want to give a shout-out to our athletic director, Mark Salfia. Um, and just want to give a shout-out to my coaches. Uh, they, they make this thing happen. So thank you guys for having me on. Really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Coach Goss. Talk soon. That was head coach of the Spring Mills Lady Cardinals, George Gosk. And uh, it's always nice when you should be able to shout out some of your other coaches and people that help you out. Yeah, and you should uh, deservingly get to do so after a huge win last night against Martinsburg. Anything, Nick? Definitely uh, has that program, you know, going in the right direction. Uh, you know, that it, it's good to see. Um, I guess another good young team and, and Spring Mills just overall. I mean, they're they're getting a lot of better teams uh, just in a lot of different sports. So that's cool to see. I guess another school emerging potentially as a as a good um, athletic program. Yeah, and when Colin was telling me that stat last night before the game, I think you were telling me that Spring Mills hadn't ever beat Martinsburg in girls basketball varsity wise. I was kind of shocked. It is a. Uh, I mean, it's been nine yeah. years, I believe. It's 2013 was the first year. Yeah. Spring Mills was around, but still, I mean, like. You'd think that one of the times, but also when you look at the history that Martinsburg has had, they haven't had a losing season since 2007 when it comes to girls' basketball. This team, typically for Martinsburg, has been the dominant team out of the EPAC. And this year, it's unfortunately for them, not the case. 
Yeah, not the case at all, but that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. When we come back in two minutes, uh, we got a lot to talk about. We'll talk a uh, little Capitals, little Wizards. I uh, just saw some news going on there, some NFL news, GM hires. Uh, as we And then as let's get you ready for uh, Divisional Weekend with our predictions. And uh, we'll preview those games. That's uh, up next in two minutes on the final uh, segment of the Sports Mix for your January 21st. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304 350 Learn more today. Holly's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Holly's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Holly's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Holly's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to the final segment of the Sports Mix for your January 22nd, 2022. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343, or you can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. A lot to talk about here in this last segment. we got about 13-ish minutes to, to do so as uh, we wrap up this week's final edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, first, we'll uh, talk a little uh, Capitals. Capitals fell last night. Another Cardiac Caps team. It was last night. They fell 4-3 to three to the Boston Bruins. Uh, the 
cap or the caps would get on the game would get on the board first of Genny Kuznetsov put a goal in of Genny Kuznetsov's playing pretty great of late uh but David Pasternak just for, with 50 seconds left in the period knotted it up he would score second of the night at the start of the second period to make it 2-1 Lars Eller would even things up before the end of the second uh they would trade goals Again, with uh, Patrice Bergeron for Boston and Nicholas Backstrom scoring his first goal of the season for Washington, Boston would capitalize on a nicked-out penalty on the power play as Charlie McAvoy scoring with 45 seconds left in the contest. Uh, it's sad, not not good news for the for the Capitals. Nick Jensen sustained an upper body injury and did not return to the game. Uh, the Caps return to action tomorrow, a 7 p.m. puck drop against the Senators in D.C. Uh, so the Caps, again, an up and down week continues up and down January. Really, yeah, that's what I was going to really say. much it's so down January down month. Yeah. Uh, month is almost over, though, so maybe it's just the month of January. Uh, Hopefully. But now let's transition to the Wizards. We kind of hinted at it the other day on the show, a little talk uh, about in the game the other night, or the game, yeah, the game against the Nets the other night. At the very end of the game, Nick and I were watching it. We didn't see it live, but it did. I don't think I did either. It was a very weird thing where the Nets, it appeared later on, saw it on Twitter, the Nets coach, assistant coach Vanderpool, uh, I guess touched the ball, so it would have gone out of bounds. I'm not too sure exactly what happened, but I guess he's now been fined by the the uh, NBA uh, ten thousand dollars and twenty five thousand dollars by the Nets organization for interfering with live play on Wednesday night. So that doesn't give the Wizards back the game, but it's still monetary fine for a guy that kind of uh, screwed up the game for the Wizards. Now, did the officials not notice it either during live play? Because I wasn't sure. Yeah, if... they, they they didn't catch it. They didn't uh, reverse yeah, it. It ended good. up just becoming a turnover. The ball was eventually, I believe, caught by one of Brooklyn's players. Yeah, so Kuzma so was trying. It was, it was a pass in the yeah. corner to Kuzma, and he t- the assistant coach tipped the ball right next to Kuzma's hands. Kuzma was trying to tell the refs that that happened. Somehow there's a ref staring. I'm watching the video right now. Somehow there's a ref staring it down, and he didn't see it. Yeah, it, it it that it's a horrible call. Do you have the comment from coach? Because uh, what he said was pretty spot on. Um, let's see. This? Yeah. You asked me if he may have touched it. There's no may have. He did. My reaction was utter disbelief. I've never seen. In my very long time in basketball, something happened like that that the referees didn't see. Um, everyone's nobody's perfect, and the mistakes will be made. I get that, but I think in a game like this, with uh, the bench conduct being a code of, uh, a point of emphasis this year, that it's it's very hard to swallow them missing something like that for me. There you go. I don't really have time I, to go over the I, whole I thing, just, but that that it sums it up like he right there. It, very well he didn't yeah. get frustrated and he where didn't, he could get he didn't possibly really, fine yeah he didn't call NBA. out the refs he yeah. said you know everybody misses something it's just kind of frustrating and another report uh nick said on the uh what was it the woge pod yeah bradley beal wants to stay with the wizards but to they win a championship today 
or he hasn't signed his extension. Yeah, that's sitting out there. Apparently, a total of 181 million on the max contract. Yeah, uh, Brad's quote was, "If I have a chance to create my own legacy and make it work here to the team that drafted me, why not give it a shot?" Which has kind of been what he's always said. I mean, he says he loves DC. He says he loves playing for the Wizards. And they've kind of committed now to building around Bradley Beal in terms of there's no other star guard in that backcourt. For years, it was Wall and Beal, and then it was Beal and Westbrook. Spencer's camera is following nothing again. I don't know why. but <laughs> Got to fix that. Yeah, I don't know why it does that. But anyway, um, you know, so they've kind of committed to building around him, but he hasn't signed this contract yet. I think he wants to see probably how it plays out this year, see if Kuzma could maybe be his second guy with him as the star and see how well they can do this year before he commits to anything long-term. But I, I think if, if he feels like at the end of this year that it's not heading in the right direction, then maybe he'll leave. But as of right now, it, and pretty much how Brad has spoken about this ever since he's became an all-star caliber player is that he wants to stay in D.C. So I really do hope that they try to build around him to win a championship, uh, not only because I'm a Wizards fan, but I just I respect how Bradley Beal has handled it. A lot of superstars in the NBA nowadays, if they don't get what they want, they cry, complain, and they leave. And then they don't really give the organization much time to build around them. Uh, Bradley Beal has done that. So hopefully the Wizards take advantage of having a star player and not just send them off to some other team because they can get future assets. Build to win now. Before we get into the NFL, you guys want to make a uh, friendly on-air bet for um, Sunday's game that we're going to? No. <laughs> Give me the Wizards. No, no money. Just, you know, yeah, Wizards. something. Wizards, uh, Wizards by three. You guys Wizards are both going Wizards. I, I'm six. obviously going Boston. So how about we say, if you guys lose... Well, we just said like, we weren't betting anything. You have to do, like, karaoke on the air. No. A couple seconds. Come on. No. What are you talking about? You love karaoke over there. No. We said you, you we do? weren't. Whatever. Let's you get scared. We've you got, scared about we've the got five minutes. Losing? I got full confidence in the Wizards, so I'll agree to your friendly back. All righty. There we go. Fine. One day, I'll agree one to. of us are doing karaoke. Or two of us. Or two. All right. So you uh, are in now. Yes, though. I just okay. said that. You didn't hear me. All right. Let's transition to NFL talk. The Giants have hired Joe Showen. The uh, former, well, now former assistant GM for the Bills. Apparently, he was a right-hand man for Brandon Bean, the guy that's kind of got everything up there for the Bills going. And who hired who? The Giants have signed Joe Showen as their next GM. Okay. So they've got a GM now. They've got to get a head coach. Uh, But that aside, now let's go to the NFL divisional round. Uh, Titans. First game tomorrow, 4:30 p.m. CBS hosting the Bengals. Titans have officially activated. Uh, Derek Hendry off of the IR, so he is good to go tomorrow. It's a tough game uh, to look at. I think taking my Titans bias, favored by three and a half. Well, the actually, over-unders. I hate both of these. Forty-seven. Teams. If, they, can, if they could just tie, you know, that would be. The I dream. don't think that can happen in the playoffs. <laughs> um, but I think the Titans. If King Henry is King Henry, I don't see anybody stopping him or at least containing him. And I'll go with the Titans for that. But it is a tough game if you look at it just from, you know, Burrow and the Bengals have had a really good year. They've been playing at a high uh, caliber offense. But I think if the Titans can control the ball, if Derrick Henry 
kind of keep possession out of the Bengals. What can Derrick Henry do is the question. Are we well, going to see right, the I'm saying, dominant Derrick Henry? Presuming he's 100% and he's Derrick Henry, which I know he's not because he's got like something in his foot right now. But A uh, steel plate, right? <laughs> yeah, he he's Derrick Henry, man. He's he's King Henry. Give me the Titans, but I, I don't have a lot of confidence. I don't know how that one's going to turn out. Yeah, I think I'm picked uh, Tennessee to win it, and I trust King Henry – Partially, King Henry. Yeah, <laughs> speech impediment comes out still here and there, but it's all right. King Henry, there we go. There Got go. it. Uh, he's rested. Is he a hundred percent? The question. Tennessee's at home. I really like this Cincinnati team, though, so I'll probably be cheering for them. But I'm sticking with my pick in Tennessee. Spencer? I'm going with Tennessee as well. This is a very hard one. I've done the NFC side on my paper over here. I lost haven't, my paper. It's in, it's in the, the new room. studio uh, along with Collins. But I haven't done the AFC side because the AFC side is just, I don't know, just hard. Uh, but let's now, so I've picked the Titans. Now the 8.15 p.m. game on Fox tomorrow. Uh, 49ers at Packers. Packers favored by five and a half for the over-under of 47. Uh, We can also hear all the games this weekend on Talk Radio WRNR from Westwood One Sports. So who you guys got? Packers, 49ers. Took the Packers to win the Super Bowl, so I'm going to stick with them. Go with the Packers. I have the Packers. 49ers are hot right now, but Jimmy G got partially injured last week and got a bet on Rodgers at home. It's an easy pick. I'm going with that as well. Roger seems to be fully back from that toe injury, and uh, they're just getting healthy at the right time. They're getting their Bakhtiari should be a full go tomorrow. Uh, he came back in that week seven, week eighteen game, and then he got a week off after that. So I think that definitely helps them. They're getting a lot of players back now. Moving on to Sunday, three p.m. on NBC, uh, Rams at Bucks. Bucks favored by two and a half. The over-under is 48. Uh, Tom Brady against Matt Stafford. Well, if you're just choosing that, it's kind of hard to choose one over the other. But what do you It's got? hard to choose one of the, over the other. Brady is 100 times better than Stafford. But is are the you know, the Buccaneers 100 times better than the Rams? Probably not, but I still like the Bucks to win this game. Uh, I said it the other day. Like I think Stafford's not going to play that well. I think the Bucks defense gets after him. Makes him turn the ball over, and I think uh, you know who's going to pick against Tom Brady, especially after how well they looked against the Eagles. I know the Eagles aren't that good, but give me Brady in the box. I was listening to CBS Sports Radio after the uh, game that we announced last night on the way home, and they convinced me pick the Bucks if you're betting, hammer the Bucks because at home they've been I think a like twenty and a half point favorite the entire season. All right, well I'm picking an upset. I've got the Rams. Uh, now to the final game of the divisional round, 6.30 p.m. Uh, Bills at the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by one and a half over under a 54. Who you got, Nick? I got the Bills in the Super Bowl. Give me the Bills uh, to upset the Kansas City Chiefs. I got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Chiefs are at home. Give me Kansas City. Patrick I've, Mahomes. I've got Kansas City as well. Give me Pat Mahomes to Tyreek Hill, another tutty. Uh, that does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to uh, Spring Mills Lady Cardinals basketball head coach George Goss for coming on for Colin McLaughlin, Nick Versley, I'm Spencer Dupuis saying so long. We'll talk to you tonight on the Johnny's Express tip-off show at 7 p.m. as Spring Mills host Martinsburg in EPAC boys basketball action.